everybody, and welcome to the Red Jumpsuit Show, coming at you from the Braintree Basement, New York apartment. Hey, we're glad to have you here. Hi, Joyce. Hi, Sean. All right, stay tuned for more fun. Okay, uh, welcome to the Red Jumpsuit Podcast, Braintree Basement, New York apartment. Me and Sean are really excited today. We don't have just one guest, one badass guest. We have two ladies. We've got Gail Greenwood and Tanya Donnelly. Welcome to the Braintree Show. Yay. I'm okay. No, I'm 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 six We're feet away British. from you. Yeah. We're not spit on no. <laughs> 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 I gotta ask you. All right, Tanya. Yeah. And Gail. Yeah. This is the first question. Okay. Um, did you ever get spat on in in England when you played in England? No. Um. Actually, in in uh, uh there were I've never been spit on, but I have. Never in belly, but opening for New Order with the Muses. Every night we had things thrown at us. Yeah. Oh every my night. God. Every night. Did you get hit? Really? Did you ever get hit? No, we never got hit because there, they, there, no one has that kind of arc. Oh. <laughs> 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 but, um, but yeah, it was. We were just sort of like, all right, let's go. So let's funny. Go get, right. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Was that the first That's time great. you guys were over there, or no? No, that was that was like here. a bigger. That oh. was here. Yeah, no, England. I've never had anybody do anything. That's funny. Yeah, they called me a a fat cow one time on stage. <gasps> I was like, what? What is? What is this? They're like, it's a compliment. I was like, that's not doesn't sound <laughs> like a compliment. Yeah, that seems to, yeah. Where was that? Don't don't think it is Manchester. Oh my god! How did you take yeah, it? Yeah, they were like. I was like, all right, motherfuckers, I'm going to kick <laughs> your ass on stage right now. And then we, I think Chick, I think Chick said something back to them like, like you're a fuck, fucking asshole. I can't imagine that he did not say that. Yeah. yeah. He was like, you're a fucking asshole. All right, yeah, we're going to play a song you. for you. Fuck you. Yeah. That's <laughs> awesome. They show love. They show love that way, you know? Right. <laughs> Who knows, right? <laughs> but um, but Gail, I'm I'm really okay. Gail, I have a good question for you. Because okay. I'm, we're kind of jumping around a little bit, and then I want you guys to tell us about some things. But um, when did you start playing bass, and how did you get that fucking good? Oh my god! <laughs> how what did you get so badass, oh lady? Um, ah, early '80s. It, I was in a band called The Dames with some really great girls that I went to high school with. I went to Barrington High School, and then uh, and Jeff Adams and Seth Ballou on drums, and that was like 1982, I think. And I I was really into funk, so that's why I started playing bass because I was into like Parliament and the Ohio Players and stuff like that. So I thought I was going to be a funk player, and I got a white Rickenbacker just like uh, Rick James on the Street Songs album. But um, I never ended up being a good funk player, so I played the punk rock. So that was like yeah, like 1981 or 1982. That's a long time. Holy shit! How long have you been playing? I have been playing since 1985, maybe, or 86. Really? So not awesome. that far off. You're not that far off. Okay, and Tanya, you got to tell us. 
when did you start playing? I'm like, I want to know the Tanya, like the Tanya we don't know. You know, let's see. It was. This is the true story, and it's very dorky. So get ready. I love it. We on my (laughs) 14th birthday. Um, Kristen and I, Kristen spent the night at my house and we watched A Hard Day's Night. And it was basically a week later that we started, that we picked up. Her dad gave me a guitar. My dad gave her a guitar. I don't know why it crossed paths. We crossed like that. And then um, we got like a Beatles (laughs) songbook (laughs) and started teaching ourselves Beatles songs. And almost immediately, Kristen started writing originals very quickly. Um, So it kind of went from there. I think we, we learned... A bunch of Beatles songs, a Marshall Crenshaw song, a Yoko song, awesome. and then we just started Marshall. writing our own. So <laughs> That's great. But yeah, That's so 14. Fucking okay, cool. 14. <laughs> 14. Yeah. I was 14 too, Tanya. Yeah. yeah. And it was such yeah. a like, it's such a like, uh, that age, you like, you feel so free to do shit, right? I, I think specifically 14 seems to be, I hear a lot of, I started something at 14, you know, yeah. especially... Women, I think that that year, yeah, something, yes, something, something clicks, something big. So cool. Yeah, fourteen, the magic number. (laughs) I love it. Um, All right, and now I want to know. Okay, (laughs) what was your first guitar? What kind of guitar did you have, and what kind of amp did you have? Both of you guys. I had a so my very first guitar was a Guild Acoustic. Um, and my first amp was um, nice. Was an AC30 when I started playing it. My first amp was an AC30, and my first what? electric. Yeah, I think my first electric. Oh my god! I, I thought well, you knew everything about it her. Was a, it was a. It was a. I think I. I wasn't. I'm trying to remember because it wasn't mine. I really. I switched to Marshalls it? very quickly. My the first amp I think I ever owned was a Marshall, oh. and then. Like, well, with my own, you know, babysitting money. <laughs> that's cool. And then, um, yeah, that's awesome. I don't know what my first, I think my first electric was Bobby Heimers gave me his Les Paul. Wow. Right? And then I gave it back like years later. That's the guitar I remember. Yeah. That's the guitar. And I, I always remember you playing Marshalls too. That, I remember yeah. early days Marshalls. That's, wow. that, that was, I think, that was Bobby's. That Les Paul. I got oh it. God, I, I bought. That. I got it from him. Yes. And then a few years later, gave it back to him. And I'm, I don't <laughs> even like, know why. Yeah. I hope. I hope Shout I gave it, it back. Who's Bobby? Is Bob? Was Bobby like the cool Rash guy Stabbings. in town? The he cool was a guy? lead singer of Lash, uh, Rash of Stabbings. Oh my! Who you were? Not so, Bobby Heimers. Bobby Heimers. Terrible yeah. with names, Gail. After chemo, I can't remember anything. So he, yeah, so he, he was, Rash of Stabbings were managed by Ken Goes, who also managed. You know, you have to say it like this, though, Johnny. What? You have to say it like the hell he would say, Bobby Fuckerheimers. Bobby Fuckerheimers. <laughs> Bobby Fuckerheimers. You into, this is what Love he it. said when he found out I joined Belly. You're in Belly now? That's fucking interesting. You're in Belly now. I'm That's interested? Fucking interesting. That's fucking You're in Belly interesting. now? I'm fucking interested. Oh my God, I love Bobby. Oh. <laughs> Shout out to Bobby. Uh, um, did you guys, did you grow up in Providence or in Newport? Gail. Miguel, um, I, my seat, my coming of age was Providence. I grew mm. up in Barrington, but I played in Providence bands. Yeah. 
So uh, my band would play in Providence, I guess. So did yeah, you guys do the Newport scene at all? I think we only played the Blue Pelican once. Ah. But most of our shows were at Rocket uh, and the Living Room. Cool. Basically, yeah. those two and Lu- Lupos. Yeah, yeah, Lupos. So wait, yeah. Gail, tell me what was your gear like the first at fourteen? Oh, it was. Um, I think it was like a king like some kind of king bass my first bass before i got the rickenbacker was a king some like king like what is that brand i know i'm like what is that that's awesome <laughs> it, it was a cardboard amp, cardboard yeah i do remember amp, that cardboard. yeah like i cheese the ac starting right out you know what i need I to like revise that from I, luca I, music I, luca I, who buys it was a Fender. I had a Fender first. A piano store. I had a Fender first. I'm just remembering. Ah, right My great, ancient right? brain just, just regurgitated just that, that out. I know. We, you, who asks you questions about 14 anymore? But I love it. That, that's another thing, too, we've been talking a lot about, Gail, is like getting older, being a musician, yeah. getting older. And all three of us, yeah. like that, that, the night spell, we've been talking about like how much happier we are right now. Yeah. This, but I feel kind of, <laughs> it's almost like I feel kind of young again. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Do you guys have that feeling? <laughs> I wouldn't go so far as to say I feel young. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I do, um, it, it, I am happier playing. And Gail and I have had this conversation too. There's just, there's something happens in, at some point in your early 40s, your mid 40s, where just, I just don't. Nothing bugs me anymore, mm-hmm. you know? I mean, the big things do, right. but the little things do not. And the slings and arrows just just bounce off, Let you know? Go, right? And yeah. so that does make playing a lot more fun. And oh, yeah. yeah. Definitely. That's cool. That's very yeah. cool. Yeah, I yeah. feel the same way. And I, I feel like my friend Joanne has mentioned this, that you get to be a certain age and you become invisible as a woman and you're not even seen anymore, which happened to me probably 25 years ago. <laughs> Shut up. And it, that's a really freeing thing because like you can go to Home Depot and like steal a drill bit and they don't see it. They just see a floating drill bit go through the store because they don't see you. Because you're a 60 year old white lady walking through the store. Yeah. So that's my superpower. I think that right I think that that's like a unfortunately if I was a person of color yeah. no matter what age I'd be pulled over and stopped or right. you know but the 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 white privilege that I carry with me also includes my invisibility cloak yeah yeah so I'm cognizant of that and appreciative of that and aware that not everybody has that but that's one of the things that happens to an older woman is that um no one gives a fuck about you anymore so you can do whatever the fuck you want <laughs> so true it's I remember so the first time I noticed that was in a Starbucks in and I was and these teenage girls came and sat down next to me and started having the most graphic revealing conversation <laughs> and i was a foot <laughs> tops away from them and i just remember look, looking at them like and realized they can't see me <laughs> they, they don't even they think they're on the phone <laughs> <laughs> I just don't register. So You're just a pillow on the yeah. couch. So I settled in, and I enjoyed the conversation. You had a good, you had a juicy conversation <laughs> with your coffee, right? Yeah. I would have turned. Oh I might have turned on my phone. <laughs> I might I have, might have voiced my mode that. <laughs> oh my 
God. It's so sad too, but oh my God, so funny. <laughs> All right. I got to ask this question because I just, this has been sort of a theme on our podcast as well. Tell us about some moments, like both of you guys, where like some asshole guy is trying to put you in your place and you put them in their place. Because you're a woman musician. I know that's that's a long question, but I, I gotta be I gotta say I've never I've always had one hundred percent respect. I always was treated equal. I can't ever really think about any time where a dude I think it happens I in I, it I don't used think to, so. It I think by the time you and I were playing together it wasn't happening as much because we were a known quantity walking into the room. But And you had two women. But yeah, maybe. and there were two of us. Yeah. Uh, early yeah. on muses we would have to you know a lot of it was just this sort of simmering undercurrent of amusement that would come our way mm-hmm. um yeah. and so you know usually i'll say by the end of the night that had been dealt with just you know yeah. by playing yeah <laughs> you're like yes slayed yes. ways <laughs> Yeah. Um, Right. Um, No, I I had. There's, you know, the what can I do for your sweetheart? What do you need, honey? That, you know. um, Even when you're recording. Right. Yeah. Like it's like it's it's so that. Yeah, absolutely. That that kind of stuff. I've never um, we had Gail and I have had to stop show. We used to stop shows back in the day to have people thrown out because they were visibly groping or that happened a few times. Good for you. Good Um, for you, ladies. You've taken on some people in the audience. (laughs) (laughs) I want to hear about that, Gail. (laughs) If someone's shouting at you. so There have been a couple of times where you have... I'm not shy. (laughs) I'm very not shy. I'm trying to work on some, trying to get some shyness. (laughs) I'm not afraid to throw down. Yeah. but yeah, it's, I mean, it's always fun. You know, you have your adrenaline. I mean, part of it, like, and Tanya knows this from being like in a punk rock band is that like, you want that animosity. I mean, that like fuels your performance. Like I was in Boneyard for years and, you know, just, it's just so great and funny. I mean, usually it's funny and very, I, I mean, we never had, like sometimes there was that period with the hardcore shows and sometimes you'd get that skinhead element, mm-hmm. you know, bad skinheads, not, you know, yeah. walk together, rock together skinheads. But, um, but for the most part, like just like heckles you would receive, like the best heckle I ever got was, aren't you a little old for this? And at, you know, this was early, I guess it's late eighties. And actually at the time I, I probably already was a little too old for it. <laughs> but it was just funny to be able to like talk shit back to that person. And, you know, then we actually became friends, Pete Andrea. We became friends after that. So um, I, I've been really lucky. I don't think, I'm trying to think. Uh, well, the only time, like when I was in L7, we played with The Offspring. We were on tour with them and that was great. Um, we played Great Woods and it was, I think the Boston's were on the bill and people started digging up the throwing turf at us, like picking up Mm. the grass and throwing at us. Mm. And I I don't know if that was good natured (laughs) and that kind of hurt. (laughs) And I, that was, but that's like the only time I don't know, but except for, yeah, me and Tanya having to defend some chicks getting groped in the pit and stuff like that. Like mid song, but yeah, just, and that was, that was, 
back in the, you know, the... 90s. The, yeah, yeah, the early, when we were... Still. It was not less discerning. Yeah. Audience, yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Less yeah they, were, they were there to hear one song and... It was definitely more free love in the pit back then. Ugh. <laughs> so, I mean, it was, I, you know, I got to the point where I'd be, you know, scanning for it. Yeah. Well, you're up there. You got the view, right? Yeah. I used to do, I used to yeah. stare down people on stage just for fun. Yeah. <laughs> like if the guy was being a dick, like, you know, just kind of give him the look like, yeah, fucking back off, buddy. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, yeah. I will wield this thing against mm-hmm. you if you fucking well, come up and grab my feet again. Yeah. You know? Well, you know, I have to say, too, we had a lot of um, we had a lot of women in our audience and a lot of women in the front, which that's yeah. cool. Which mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and so th- as as a result of that, there it was a slightly yeah, different vibe. Was just a, yeah. 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 And I, and I think not to kiss the belly fans ass, but as far as belly is concerned. And I would say even so far as where I played with Biff Naked in L7 too, that um, super respectful f- music fans. Like, yeah, yeah. And if they were in the front because they really loved your yeah. band and they wanted to be there, yeah. and they didn't want to be adversarial. They wanted to hear everything you had to sing and play. And um, we're, we're really yeah. pretty good. I think it was only when you start, we started to cross over a little bit to, we used to call it the white hat crowd, you know, just like the frat boy stuff. Yeah, if you had a single, yeah. you know, if you have a single on the radio, you attract more people. The pit was a little bit. Didn't matter who was on stage; people were just losing their shit in the pit. You know, they didn't right. care really what mm-hmm. band was on stage. But for the most part, I think we've been really pretty lucky with. And yeah. I think the same about the muses too. I mean, I just think about the devotees that yeah. were just, you know, yeah. so appreciative of the intelligence and the creativity of that band that. Yeah, you know, I mean, and, and I really think, you know, you as soon as... Except for opening for a new order, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, and now we're at the point where, you know, I mean, the wheat has been separated from the chaff. And so, <laughs> yeah. so it's just all, it's just rooms full of wonderful right. people that we love. <laughs> oh, I love it. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, that's true. Right. Oh. People that were scared, you know, were just at the show just to get laid or whatever. <laughs> they No one's getting laid no more. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Gail. Not our demographic. Ain't nobody getting laid. No, I don't know. I, I might just be speaking for myself. I don't know. Yeah. So was it fun no to be comment. on the road with the no, two of no. you guys? Did you have fun together? Was yes. it just like insanely? Because I've I, I've yes. never I've never gone on the road with a woman. Yes, like another oh, woman. Oh really? Oh, you have. Oh, are you serious? Choice? I mean, like play it out. Yeah. We just you right. know, like we've been playing. But I'm no, I've never toured with, and I've always wanted to be in a band with women and finally Shauna came into my life where I was like yeah oh my god and it's so much fun and my friend and Karen Karen's playing bass with us oh she's amazing she's fucking insanely wait so this is your first band with women yeah with uh, what about you Shauna Um, Shauna has been you've been in bands with Sarah it was really brief no no okay just real like brief things that were just fun I guess, you know, you know, playing with women here and there, but, but not like an official band. So yeah. yeah. Oh wow. You too. I really oh, want to yeah. hear. I, I have I to wait. I guess you have to wait till your fifties to find women that yeah. you like hanging out with. That's what I feel like. <laughs> I literally like forever was just <laughs> the person like, hey, let's go hang out. Let's go do all these things, and people are like, ah, you know, and then you find your your people, mm. right? Yeah. You find your people. Wow. I want to hear. Yeah. I want to hear you. I mean, you're both 
two I just such great songwriters and musicians and singers and I would love to hear Wait till you see I'd me on the drums, it. Tanya. I know. Nice. Do you have a mic bet there too? Or you yeah, it's amazing. Nice. Little bit. Little bit. Right. Little bit. Little bit. You know? It's like but That's it's like awesome. playing the bass. It's a lot like playing. I bet you'd be a good drummer, Cal. You could play. Drums. She is a good drummer. Uh, I, I as a tried all fact. the time. I, did, she, I, I couldn't play a whole show. I mean, so, I can maybe play half a song. I'm amazed. That's, I'm so proud of you. So Gail, Gail and amazing. I are actually working on some stuff together. And you guys she's, are. Yeah, yeah. And she's basically been sending. And she's kind of, your stomach kind of uh, coordination. She's oh, yeah. been. Excuse me. Yeah, yeah. Oh no, Tanya yes. was talking about you guys doing some other stuff. Well, but some she's been playing drums on all of. No way. So far, too. Yeah, so far. So is and this yeah. like a side project or is this part yeah, of Belly or? Yeah, side project right now. Yeah. yeah. We're just kind we're of kind in of the not, we're just working on the stuff and deciding what it is. That's what we're doing. Post, you yeah. know, it's like, what's the hurry? Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's no right. hurry. Exactly. Right. Yeah. It is crazy, yep. right? Yeah. It but is. you know what? It's funny. After I went through chemo and breast cancer, it's on the right side of my body. It's so much fun. I, yeah, it was fucking awesome. Um, it, my whole right side of my body. Your right side? Or is that from radiation? It's from both, I think. Like, they say, oh, in a couple years, it'll get no. out of your body. I'm like, no fucking way, you know. But I've been enjoying not having weight on it, and so that's why I picked up the drum. Wait a minute, but that sounds more like radiation mm. to me than chemo, because chemo would be systemic. It'd be your whole body. It sounds to me like you got nailed with radiation. I think it w- I got nailed with radiation, yeah, too, but it was like uh, the you- chemo was just... Oh, I would do, never wish that upon me. I'm done. For, yeah, doing, I'm okay. done. Yeah. Not, well, the, what they say now is instead of you're a survivor, it's no evidence of disease right. because it can always come back. Mm-hmm. But right. I got to say, and I don't know if you feel like this after having an illness scare, I am so much freer. I'm so much happier. I'm just like, life is fucking short. I got to enjoy it now. Yeah. And I'm just yeah, it is. fucking in been happier than I've ever been in my entire life because it makes you appreciate awesome. like mm-hmm. being alive. Cause how I, long, how long ago, how long did you finish your treatment? How long ago did you finish your treatment? Three years out now, right now. Um, but okay, it was, awesome. but it, I was like, it was pretty serious because it had spread. So yeah, they had to mm-hmm. knock the shit. What out stage of it. was your tumor? It was a stage like, 2A or I don't know I can't even remember now but this I mean so many people like I feel like just saved my life like but the spread, woman who spread your lymph nodes yep I had to have lymph nodes removed yeah. and all that stuff and they say it doesn't mess anything up but I'm like I'm telling you my whole body on this side is kind of is compromised it, you is know? it just sort of a um, oh yeah well, you do get lymphedema it- yeah I mean I can play like fine with the drums uh, like that arm is probably fatter than your other arm hell yeah yeah, yeah. so all the good things but like i said i feel like it's do you wear a compression sleeve have yeah. you tried yeah. one <laughs> you know what i should try that thanks gail i like the tip i'm gonna go to cvs after this and i'm gonna buy myself a compression sleeve somebody <laughs> makes the really cool ones they make like it's like Ooh, like a tattoo or something right they make them like with like um leather print and oh. black ones so you don't have to wear those like flesh colored ones i'm totally know? knocking that off i'm totally getting diva <laughs> yeah yeah do you and use like, them for base or no for 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 lymphedema if you've had like a bunch oh, I'm of sorry. lymph nodes okay. removed did yeah. you did you um that to get too technical or anything but where did you get your treatment 
Dana Farber. They're amazing. Oh, because you, oh, you live in Braintree. Yeah, okay. and it was there's right. a there's one in in South Weymouth, mm-hmm. um, right near okay. here. So it was amazing because I can't imagine the people going to Boston, and drive for hours, sick after chemo, and you wait yeah. in traffic. Oh my God! Because like I I just was yeah. so 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 I couldn't do the steroids. They didn't. I wasn't able to tolerate them. And most people do no. really well on chemo because they they're healthy looking. It makes them gain a little weight. So I was on a path yes. to like I just kept losing weight. And my mom mm, had sweetie. to feed me and walk me. Yeah, it was pretty oh. fucking bad. Yeah. Oh But no. see now you understand. You do, why couldn't you do the steroids? Uh, it made me want to die. I, that's all I can say. It's like I oh. wanted to crawl out of my body. Oh, you poor thing. Because that's yeah. really the only saving grace. You is know, the, right? Is the is the steroid and the Benadryl and the drip. So you sleep during the treatment. Exactly. And then like, the steroid gives you like three decent days after your treatment where you can like, basically you feel like you can do anything. Like I cut right. down a hundred year old rhododendrons to the ground. Ah. <laughs> and you feel great and it gets you through and then like day three you start feeling the nausea and stuff like that but you didn't even get the benefit of that relief that steroids and actually it's a it's a wicked high too it I is see why steroids are it is a wicked high problem because yeah but you didn't even get that you just got all shit no nothing i'm so sorry yeah it was fucking intense yeah but uh like i said oh. it makes you appreciate driving yourself somewhere, walking yourself somewhere. Like, yeah. I was just like, yeah. you know what? Like, it, I, I think it snapped me out of a lot of things, you know? Like, in a way, wow. I, yep. not yep. that I wanted to get mm-hmm. cancer, but I was like, okay, why are you working so hard? Why are you doing all this? Why do you have to be the woman who does everything? Mm. You know, yeah. like, yeah. sit back and... And how, how old you know. were your kids? They were that was the toughest part, because Sydney yeah. was 13. Yeah. Sydney, Sydney was angry oh you know just yeah, yeah. Oh. but you know lizzie was the, was really cute lizzie would be like mommy i can't hug you and kiss you and i hug you from behind and you look amazing today oh. and i love you with your bald head oh. and i was just like okay i mean the little city's like, you know <laughs> fuck you mom <laughs> why was she mad yeah, I, I just think just it was a control thing yeah you know? Because you didn't have full attention for her, yeah. or because you were yeah, and probably yeah. fear-based. Fear-based. I think I it, mean, it also a lot of anger comes from it being could happen. It, it could happen to you. So, yeah. You know, it could happen to you. Yeah. So I don't know. But yeah. how long are you out right now, Gail? Uh, I have a five-year checkup tomorrow, if you can believe All it, right. for breast cancer. It was so breast too. That is my fifth. Yeah, tomorrow makes five years. Cool. So, and uh, I also had endometrial cancer a year later. So oh, that I'm four years out on that. And then That's what, tomorrow yeah. in the morning, I have a breast cancer checkup. And at, in the afternoon, I have the other area checked. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I yeah. top and bottom checked tomorrow. <laughs> Getting the full thing. You know, I think I, maybe I just want to ask this question. Maybe just for listeners. Like, how did, how did you guys find your breast cancer? Uh, did you find it yourself? Or was it a checkup? Um, I found mine. I found my lump. Okay. I saw it in the mirror. It was just like the size of like a, a pea, really. It was just on the side of my breast. Okay. And I had been working out a lot. And I was like, oh, and I was flexing it in the mirror to see like how I looked. And I was like, what the fuck is that? Oh. And then I was like, oh, fuck. Oh. 
Oh, and I was like, mm. oh, so that's how I found it. That. Not not from a regular breast exam, or okay. and it was showed up in between mammograms. So I, I hear this it was a lot. just me yeah. seeing it, no. and then I had to go through the full biopsy and all that stuff. Okay. Yeah. Can I ask you? Did they see it? Yeah, on mammogram. I, I, get, I mean, I oh, always. That's what I want to know. I, I have yeah. always gotten regular mammograms. Um, my sister unfortunately passed away from breast cancer, so um, oh it's something God. in my family that we do check you know but i'm not that great about like self exams in the shower i'm like really terrible because everything feels like a lump to me you know like and everything and i just i'm like oh fuck it i'm just gonna wait for the mammogram to find it so i tell the ladies you know just get a mammogram and then you know but i i know you're supposed to do breast exams i don't know tanya do you do breast exams are you good about i do that's good i do and i know why because i'm going to tell you my story afterwards okay you gotta I do, and I do the in the mirror visual tech too. It's You're good. good. That's awesome. It is. It's important. I mean, you think I would have been better about it, but I really, I really didn't. Because I honestly, I'm like, but everything found it. looked and you felt like it. a tumor all the time. Now, mm-hmm. where was it under your breast? I'm just seeing if it's the same location as mine. Oh, it's funny. It was on my right side, and it was really just like in the middle on the side, in the fatty part. The so fatty it part. wasn't like close to the nipple or down closer to my armpit it was like in the fatty part right ah, in the so it was in the good what was yours that was a juicy that's a good part mine was in a fucking horrible location it was right against my ribs no so did it was you tough find it? No. Did you and find so it i didn't i'll tell you my story okay. really quickly which is that i didn't go to the doctor for two years because i was working 70 hours a week doing graphic design and just Working, what? working too much, right? So oh, much crazy. so that I didn't, well, because I was like, you know, we're making money. Oh, this is good. Yeah, Saving up course. for college and stuff. But um, I did not go to my primary care physician because for like two years because she, I could never get an appointment when I wasn't working. It was like one of those things, you know? And so I ended up one day, I felt, I felt something in the shower because mm-hmm. I do it. But I'm the same way as you, Gail. I'm like, this is mm-hmm. freaking me out, touching okay. it. Everything is something. And I had been going for early mammograms. And mine did not show up on mammogram. Okay. Yes. So, they, yep. Mm-hmm. But so here's the thing. So mm-hmm. I felt it by a self-exam. Because of the low, because it was. But advanced. actually, I felt it on the other side, too. This is this is where my story gets really fucked up. But. I went to what? I went to the emergency room care and anybody in the South Shore area, this place has saved my life like more than two times now. Um, I went to the really? ER, like just an emergency wow. room place, and there was a woman there who was the doctor who was eight months pregnant, like she was gonna have a baby any second. And oh she did the right thing. So I told her it was on my left side, but she examined the right and the left, and either she felt it, I, I think she felt it, because they could feel it from the outside. And she was like, okay, I'm going to write a sonogram for both sides. Mm-hmm. Now, my doctors at Dana-Farber called her up and thanked her. Because they're like, most doctors wouldn't have done that, especially in an yeah. emergency room. Oh, that's great. Because it was on the right side. Wow. Yeah. And so I wouldn't have known. And so this woman saved my life. I sent her, like, all these baby shower gifts afterwards. I was like, you fucking saved my life. Thank you. Your child will go on to be wonderful things. But but then what happened was I, so it showed up on the sonogram, but not on the mammogram. 
So this is like one of those things because I have very dense breasts. I love that we can talk about breasts right now. This is like we're fucking in our 50s. We can talk about anything. Um, But it was really dense. And so that's why I always feel like I feel stuff. But they found it. Mm -hmm. But then the crazy thing is then I did an MRI and they found more spots on the MRI that they didn't see on the sonogram. And then the second person to save my life is this guy, Dr. Kelly, who my mom was like in love with. Because he's like this most handsome Irish guy with like blue. I mean, he looked like uh, a made-for-TV doctor, you know, like with his, like walking in the room and everything. He also somebody had done a bad biopsy on me the second time. I'm like, biopsy is a biopsy is a biopsy. No, it's not. So I went and had to get. He wanted to do it again because he's like, it came back negative, Mm. and he's like, no, 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 no. He's like, I got to do this again. I don't think he got it. And he was the, this guy, I fucking, I'm in love with him. I would like marry, I have my mom marry him. No offense, dad, but (laughs) he like (laughs) saved my life. But he like, he like basically was so kind to me because I was scared. You know, you're fucking scared in there. And he's like, Joyce, he's like, I am so sorry. I've got to hurt you right now because this is in a really (gasps) bad spot. He's like, but I promise you I'm going to get it Mm -hmm. and we need to get it. So he prepared me, right? Yeah. Puts it in. He didn't hurt me at all. Like, not at all. And mm-hmm. he's like, it was on St. Patrick's Day. Oh I remember this. He's like, go get yourself an Irish beer now and go get drunk, Joyce. And I was like, he just, I was like, I want you to do my nuclear medicine. And he did. He came in just for me, for my nuclear medicine. Because mm-hmm. I was like, I don't trust anybody else. I want you to do my nuclear medicine. Same thing. He was like, you know, to my mom, he came there on his off day. He's wearing his like suit and tie and he's like wow. making sure my mom's comfortable. He was just yeah. a human being, you know? Yeah, that's wonderful. Yeah. But yeah, so you I mean, and, and, cause they have to implant the little um, radioactive seed that the surgeon and finds. It, and not to be gross guys. And so it's, it, like, it's like you get stabbed twice cause the biopsy really hurts. Cause it's like a punch that comes in and yeah. pulls tissue out. And then when they figure out that it's a positive, then you have to go to their right. The nuclear medicine. The little, did you um, did you have radioactive seed? That's why it's called nuclear medicine. That's right. Did you put? Did you have to do it through the nipples? Uh, no, oh, no, I didn't. Funny. I had it right right in the. I was really sorry for oversharing. Oh my god. Yeah, and he. You did? I did, but he was great. He's oh, like you poor thing. this one. This guy, I'm telling you, he's like a fucking hero. He's like, um, he was like, he's like, this is going to hurt like crazy. But if it's hurting like crazy, I know it's going in. Like he psychologically just got me. I swear to God. Yeah. Yeah. We had, um, we had people from Gail's team who would come backstage. Yeah. Um, who's that wonderful RN who ended up coming to a bunch of shows? Sheila Enderby. Hi, Sheila. If you're listening. Sheila, you are a hero. She's the chemo nurse navigator. And she keeps people from jumping off the cliff. She's just so great. She- right? They are the most amazing people, the nurses. This is, this is how awesome she is. You know, I just said, oh, my God, my band is getting back together again after 20 years. And we have a tour planned in two months. You know, I'm just kind of like, will I be able to tour on chemo? 
And she says, only if you invite me to your Ireland show. And I just went, oh my God, how wonderful is that? And I, I didn't have a great experience at Dana-Farber. I went to Dana-Farber for a second opinion. And that ah. was doom and gloom. It was wow. like, you can't leave the house. You're going you're gonna to be immune compromised. You know, you, you I, uh, but I was just like, it really is mental positive attitude. And I was fine. I was fine. She was right. And I don't know if I had listened to the Dana Farber chick that if I would have really felt comfortable going on tour, yeah. you know, I just washed my hands a lot, which is probably what you did and, and stuff. And it wasn't fun having to wear a wig and shit, but it's, it was fine. I was fine. And the steroids were like, <laughs> right. You're feeling good. You're like, Woo! I'm so sorry, Joyce, that you didn't get the beautiful side effect benefit I did. of the steroids. I'm so bummed for you. But it was good when they took it out of my body because it was much better. Were because you my body was and, like, and like, were you like Glenn Danzig and you wanted to punch a wall? Like, what were the steroids doing to you? They were more like I couldn't get comfortable in my own skin. Isn't that oh, scary? Oh yeah, yeah, like it I was, can imagine. Yeah, it yeah. was just like I want to. Why do I want to crawl out of my body? I do. Mm. I was like, this has to stop. And I and I couldn't sleep for four days straight. And I couldn't <gasps> eat. I couldn't sleep. Oh, I couldn't. Poor thing. Yeah, it was. It was. It was pretty. So, strange. did you have six infusions? Did you have six? I had the the whammy that the they call it the what the fuck? I'm just gonna like forget what they call it now. It's uh. It's, you weren't her too, were you? The, yeah. Uh, the... Were you her too? Positive. You were? Yeah. Yeah, I Wait, but it had spread. So you had treatment for a year? That's like I had it for a year and a half, but the first part was the adromycin cytoxin, which is they call they nickname it the red devil. It is fucking brutal. It's bright yeah, red. red bright red yeah. and it's like that was the stuff that was serious. Then after that, then I did a second thing on of like Herceptin and something else, Tamoxifen or something. I don't or, know. Oh Taxol. Taxol. Thank you. Taxol. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. But anyways, listen, fucking survivors Whoa. here. <laughs> you fucking rock, no, Joyce. You fucking rock. But doesn't my, it my makes sister-in-law's sister went through a year and a half, and my my BFF up in the Great White North, Biff Naked, did a full yeah. with a her too. I mean, it's really yeah. that's I just told, I only did six months. I really can't still begin to complain. I, well, you, you got through it. Dramatic. That's huge. Oh. And you were touring. I mean, come I on, lady. That's yeah. amazing. <laughs> that's winning. Yeah. Not us. Well, I can only do it because I had Tanya Donnelly and Chris wow. and Tom were so super supportive. I mean, they, I mean, I've told the story a million times, but there were so many things that we were supposed to do as a band to promote a band that hadn't toured in 20 years. And there were lots of interviews and things that you guys were politely declining on my behalf so that I wouldn't feel obligated or that I was letting the rest of the band down. I mean, yeah. talk about like really keeping it sunshine puppies and rainbows for Gail Green with the whole tour when I have no idea the shit that you guys were going with. Oh, that's so sweet. That's really cool. But I think it makes it special. Get it, right? Yeah, it actually was. I mean, yeah. Oh no, we yeah. very lucky. The, the belly was incredible, and our tour, our crew was amazing and fucking yeah. great. That's awesome. And Chill came out with us to Europe. Yeah, so Chill we, came I as well. Full, I was just going to say, I had yeah, a, which was pet therapy. Extremely. I think you need to send us a picture of of her for the website. I think we need to put Sheila up on the website. 
Heroin. She's so great. So great. Okay, wait. We've got. All right, Gail. Gail, we've got it. All right. Your surgeon. No, I, what I want to tell you now, what I want to tell yeah. you is my, I'm going to tell you my belly tryout story. I'm not oh, going to, oh. I'm not going to, don't worry, I won't, I won't make you embarrassed, Tanya. But I want to tell you how, you know how I got the. <laughs> Look at her. Look at this. is how scared I, she is. <laughs> no, I love this. It's fucking awesome. And this is why, Gail, I love it. This is why, this is why you and I are like kismet here. Um, but <laughs> Kismet. 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 Um, but Chris Gorman, I went to Clark University with Chris Gorman when I was a freshman. He was a senior. You did? Yeah. And I saw. You went to Clark? The, yeah. And you went to for, Clark. For two years. And then I transferred to RISD after that. That's how I ended up in Providence. Okay. Okay. But during oh, my freshman. I never knew this about yeah, you. Yeah. My freshman year, I hung out. I got to know Chris. Um, cause there weren't that many freaks at the school, you know, there's rockers at the school. Yeah. So we all got to know each other pretty fast. First time I ever saw throwing muses when he invited you guys, I, I would assume to play at Clark in mm. the thing. And you guys blew my mind was with Leslie. Oh, wow. And I was like from DC wow. thinking I knew yeah. everything about everything. And I'm like, yeah. who, who are the, who are these amazing ladies? <laughs> I was like, oh, holy shit. No, you guys so blew my mind. Because so awesome. I'm like, I also had the very dude, dude, dude experience for so long. And I was like, wait, there are women who play music? Like, <laughs> I don't know. I just never, oh, wow. I never met anybody in D.C. And so it was funny because when I moved to, and I had such a crush. Such a crush on, oh, except Kim Coletta, yeah. Uh, I had such a crush on Chris Gorman. <laughs> All my friends, we'd watch him like sunbathe out in the Aww. back with his shirt off. <laughs> Hi, Chris. I love you. Oh, my God. And he, because he was like, I love that. he's like this, he you is know, the golden god. The surfer, the god. skater dude, you know, like whatever. Anyways, it was hilarious. And so when I'm, oh, James, my friend James and I moved to, started going to RISD at the same time. And we played in a band together. And he, we went to see a show or something. I don't know. We were at a show and Chris was there and we hadn't seen him yet. And so I was like, oh my God, it's Chris. And we were like having this like reunion thing. And he's like, what are you guys up to? Because he knew we played music. And then we're like, what are you doing? He's like, well, he's like, starting i'm in trying this new band belly with tanya donnelly i'm like oh my god tanya of the throwing muses holy shit and like he's like yeah we're looking for a bass player and of course shauna knows me i was like oh i'll try out, <laughs> <laughs> I'll try out. <laughs> and meanwhile like he's like well i yeah uh he's like going uh yeah well i have to, i i'm not i gotta ask tanya <laughs> Yeah. So then he said, "Okay, Tanya's gonna call you," and I'm like, "Oh my, what?" I'm like, "Wait, I can't talk to Tanya on the phone. What am I gonna talk to Tanya on the phone? She's a rock star." And I was just oh like, "So I'm like, hi." She fucking is right. The rock she star. is the rock star. Fuck. Um, and so it was hilarious. And then Tanya's like, "Oh, you know," and I'm like, "I'm still in school," and I could see Tanya's like, "Well, you know, if you're gonna do this, like, you're gonna have to stop going to school and all this stuff and blah blah blah, blah all this stuff." And so, like, wow. the funniest thing is, before I try out, my Jewish parents, who are I love them, they're like the most wonderful parents ever, um, and they were like, um, 
No. No, 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 no. They said no. You're not quitting school to go be in a band. And meanwhile, like, my parents have always been like, yay, go, Joyce, you're in a band and all this stuff. And I was like, what, what? And I was like, oh. I was like, I'm just going to try out. I'm just going to. They were like, you're not doing it. And then I was like, you said something to me, which I was like, I was 20. And I think Tanya said something to me, kind of was like in a similar vein. It was, re- yes. Because <laughs> she was 20 years old. Tanya was like, already well, you know, my- you really <laughs> got to think about, you know, like, this is a big deal, Joyce. And, you know, are you sure you're ready for this? And I was just like, fuck yeah. You know, like, not at all ready. And so the funniest thing was we practiced. Tanya came over to our practice space. Everybody did. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Remember at my right. house, and yeah. it was, and then you guys were like, "Yeah, oh, we got to go off and do a spin interview or something." You were doing something like afterwards, and I yeah, was so fire. fucking horrible, Gail. <laughs> I don't recall. No, no, I don't was think hilarious. You were. I was, oh, no, I don't because think that's right. I couldn't remember anything. I couldn't remember any of the notes, and I'm like, "Oh fucking a! I didn't practice for this. I didn't prepare at all. This was like me in my punk rock mode. I'm just gonna mm. show up," and it was hilarious and like. Everything, I was just like, oh, one of those, like, epic fails. You're just like, oh. I'm, my powers of recall are awful, Boys, I'm going to tell you, but I you really, serious? really don't. I, you know th- but, I think I would remember but, if that Tanya. was the case, and that's not how but, I remember oh, I that at It was all. hilarious. It was cute. Tanya's just being nice. But <laughs> it was, like, hilarious because I was just so smitten with you, and I was just like, I can't believe I'm doing this. And then I was kind of like, I should have really prepared for that. Like, I'm going, all this stuff's going through my mind. And then when you got it, which I was like super psyched because pistol whip ladies were like, holy shit, Gail's a fucking bomb. They all, I was friends with them before, um, during oh, this you time. Knew those guys? Yeah. Oh my so god. they're all like, Gail's. Oh so, my god, what a small right? world. I'm dying right? over here. But, the, I'm dying. but I'll tell you my dramatic story and not make Tanya feel bad. But it was the awesome thing. I'm so glad that she didn't choose me. But at the time, yeah, go ahead. It's ready. Because. But scarce would not have happened. Scarce would scar- not have happened. Yeah. Exactly. And, and the funniest, so wow. I'll tell you my cute little thing, and then I'll stop talking about myself because mm-hmm. it's horrible. But um, I did a, a, some, a winter internship uh, right after I had tried out. It was like over a uh, winter internship in uh, New York at Spin Magazine and at Sassy. Oh, yeah. Sassy, which was fucking awesome. What? That's right. So I, I was there to do that, and it was like, you call me up and you're like, oh, you know, we were really close to picking you, but we just got Gail, you know, or whatever. But you were super nice about it. And I was just like, okay. She's so And nice. you were so nice about it. Like, the, totally nice about it. Is. But then it was hilarious because, like, literally that day, I broke up with my boyfriend. Oh, it was like one God. of those, like, you know, so, like the universe is trying no. to tell you something. But then I was in, and I was in New York, and I'm, I'm working, and then, like, um, I'm in Dwayne Reed, and I hear Feed the Tree come on. I'm like, oh. <laughs> oh <laughs> like, it's no. following me everywhere. Oh. And, and, then, and then and this is great, Tanya. I went to Spin Magazine, and I'm working there, and I'm like, yeah. Oh, he, I saw the article on you guys. And I'm it like, it was coming out or something. It was like, <clears throat> or yeah, because you guys had already done, oh. like, a pre-interview or something like that, and I, like, before the band was whatever. Yeah. But And it was funny. I was like, yeah, I tried out for Belly. And they're all just like, ah, right, sure. You know, what the fuck? <laughs> Shut up, little girl. I was like, oh, no. It's like, I really, oh, I, no, I'm so it was sorry. like one of those, they're like, could you go get us some more coffee, please? I was like, okay, okay. But, so anyways, it was, well, I know what. But, wait, I'll tell you the happy ending. So the happy ending is 
Uh, fucking chick tracked me yeah. down in because you were living together yeah. right he tracked yep. me down and he was really funny he's like hi i'm chick and i'm like I'm, I'm couch surfing i don't know how he fucking tracked me down but he tracked me down and i'm like this is chick and i'm like who wow. the fuck is chick i was like yeah and he's like i want you to be in my band and i'm like what i was like and i was so at that point like fuck no i am not gonna humiliate myself again you know and then I am so glad I did it because literally first practice we played together eight hours straight, no talking. The three of us, fucking amazing. Well, and I don't want to insert myself into this story yeah. too much, but that was something that I was like, you know who you would love and who would be a fantastic partner? Yeah, I mean. So and and he that. is like See? my good, yeah. good, good, good friend. Chick would mm -hmm. do anything for me. Mm -hmm. We have each other's backs. Yeah. Amazing, yeah, yeah. Do you so do you good. feel like do you have that kind of do you feel like everything happens for a reason kind of a thing? I do. Not always. Yeah. I mean, I don't want to say cancer, but do you? <laughs> yeah, I I don't know. Well, I was going to say I sucked at my audition too. So the only difference is you didn't. You two need to. <laughs> the only difference is I made a big ass plate yeah. of cookies and I put on some really strong coffee. Yeah, I know, but I'm what, sure it was the cookies. I swear to God, yeah. that's what cinched it. They were so fucking wired on caffeine. They're like, yeah, sure, you're in the band. <laughs> but also, I think it's really funny that I love those guys so much that they did have a habit of auditioning people in their own home yeah. studios because they, they didn't have any they didn't have a practice space. They were floating around. And um, I, I, like you, I was super nervous to meet Tanya, even though I'd known her because I was in the Danes when the muses were um, popular. I'd known her for so long, of her for so long. I was so intimidated that I actually went to job lot and she picked out a little oriental rug to put under her microphone <laughs> so that she would have a nice soft place to stand. Yes. So that's what you did wrong, Joyce. You didn't my, have the, my feet the rug. Touch. I didn't have, and you didn't have the job lot rug. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, it was building 19. And, I think it was building And someday, 19. Gail, you and I will be in a band together. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, we got it. That would be really awesome. We'd make oh a, we'd make, I bet we'd make a pretty good rhythm section. I think we would. Now that you're playing drums, too. Fuck, yeah. Love to come jam. Anyways, no. I, I still have the Rock and Roll Control Center. I mean, I have the same practice space that Belly auditioned me in in my basement. Yeah, so. which but is kind, think, it's kind honestly, of turned into a museum. Credit, I was slash Like, I was out of school, and I didn't have to make those life decisions that you did. And I think that maybe the band felt obligated that if the band didn't pan out, you had just given up your four year yeah, career and my, at RISD or two year career at RISD. And I promised my mom I would thank Tanya at this interview. Oh. <laughs> She's like, you're welcome. Your Mrs. Jewish Mastin. parents <laughs> say thank you, Tanya, for not taking oh. So funny. They're, they're, I Are love they still them. in DC? Love they them. In, they're in DC. DC yeah, oh. they're still in DC. Yeah. They're, they're awesome. They're, they're hanging in there. They're getting up there oh, now. That is so great. But no, oh I'm like, well, aren't they wonderful, I agree wonderful with daughter. you that, I mean, like once I joined Scarce, I was like, holy shit, this was where I was meant yeah, to be. Yeah, yeah. Like I just had that and, instant and I, feeling of like, uh, right. and, and it was and funny because. I felt because like that the first time I saw you guys play. Yeah. I was like, oh man, all right, this is, had to happen. You know, yeah. This was supposed to happen. Yeah. yeah. And I saved Chick's life. If I wasn't in the yes. band, I wouldn't have. I was just going to lead to. 
you literally yeah, that saved story Chick-fil-A. Is just tell yeah. people that yep. story that literally because that's really heavy. That's why I wrote the book. Really Buy yes. the book. Aching yeah. to be. Yep. <laughs> yes. Yeah. But yeah, no, and Tanya was really cool because I feel like once I was in Scarce, we did get to hang out. Yeah. Like it was cool. I like because we played a couple yeah. shows together and yep. I feel like, you know, we would shoot the yeah. shit backstage and yeah. I was like, it was really fun. Yeah. Like it was cool. It was yeah. yeah, you guys yep. were great. What a great Such band a you guys band. were. Oh I mean, God, that worked yes. out so perfect because that's what two I'm saying came of it. Like, you know what I mean? Like yeah. that's right. And I'm really glad I got the gig. <laughs> And I'm so glad I got the gig. Exactly, <laughs> Gail. No. But, um, <laughs> I, the body language is a big part of We're talking what I'm looking for me. <laughs> I love the way things work out sometimes. <laughs> There's a, yeah. No, but Scarce was so great. Such a great band. So, so powerful. And really, you guys took off too. You guys were like right yeah. to the top. Press everywhere. I just remember you couldn't. You couldn't throw a dead cat without getting an article written about you guys. You guys were all over the place. Yes. So yeah. great. Fast and fair. Because of your energy, too. You know, that's, 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 because you guys were just a trio. So, you know, there can be no shoegazing in the trio. Everyone no. has to Yeah, 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 yeah. And Judd, that I have to give props true. to Judd because. Amazing. He was so good. He so was, good. and it, he, is it, he is one of the most amazing drummers I've ever had the pleasure of watching and not just being in a room with because mm-hmm. um, yeah. he could sing and play most of the singing that's crazy he sang most of the stuff with chick in the beginning but he has yeah. he has ms oh i'm so sorry oh no for fuck's sake and i was like that's, where, where is that's he? not is fair he, uh in new, york. new york but you know what he's done yeah, since he, what he did fair. when he could still play he actually oh. taped himself playing the drums so he could use it and write music and he's writing music still Oh, wow. And he plays on the oh keyboard. Oh, my God. Oh, that's great. Isn't Good that work. cool? Yeah. So, like, once again, like you were and saying, it's not necessarily that things work out the way they're supposed to. It's that you figure out how to work them out to, in the right. situation you're in. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. And you right. rise You rise to that occasion. And I think you're mm-hmm. more badass when you do that. Like, yeah. you got to yeah. earn it. She get, I think Gail doesn't really understand how super heroic she was during that tour you know that's something where she she under she she downplays it a lot but it was you know she's saying it it was just something to see i mean it's making me tear up now just because it was just um, that's so cool it was just an unbelievable so sweet life affirming thing to see see why you love a tanya see it Oh my God! Thank you. No, what do. a sweet thing to say. Virtual hugs, right? All around, virtual hugs. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I feel. I wish I could be there with you guys and hug. I know. You guys. Well, we're doing our virtual oh, hug. We're, we're let's hold hands in a circle. Mm. And <laughs> <laughs> no, that. No, I mean, I I could only do it because I had a full support system. I mean, that was it, and it was my band, and chill. And my medical team. I mean, that is really the only reason I could have done. I mean, you know, that who who can do that by themselves? You know, fucking and yeah. dogs that I could see when I came home. But honestly, the 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 thing about them protecting me from all the extra bullshit that goes with having to promote a band on the road was I, I just. I mean, I kind of was like, hmm, I wonder how come no one wants to interview us. <laughs> no, I didn't. <laughs> She's like, it's kind of strange. <laughs> But she, but you know, she knew that I was shy about being bald. I mean, I don't know if you embraced your baldness. I didn't, you know, 
I wasn't ready to look like my dad. Can yet. I just With say my dad with less hair? But she made her own um, wig. But, um, so because that, she didn't you know, like she didn't was, like the wigs was, that and fans were delightful. Fans were so great. I'm talking look, I'm, are you still there? I'm talking about your homemade wig right now. Because she yes. didn't she I'm gonna go into business. She couldn't find one that she loved and yeah. so she pulled together a bunch of hair pieces and extensions extensions and made her own wig that looked exactly like her Sally's hair. Sally's beauty, baby. Wow. Dude, you're talented. Like, like, it was, yeah. Like a halo. Yeah. yeah. So that you could wear it under a bandana or a hat. Because wigs are, there's too much hair in a wig. Agreed. And I kept going online just saying, why are these wigs so wiggy? Like, no one has that much hair. Just too much height. It's so obvious. Yeah, I was like, well, yeah. even the ones that have the lace cap, you're yeah. like, right. Fuck, they're so wiggy. So I just was like, made them out of hair extensions that you buy at Sally's, That's and so I just sewed them on a ribbon. And what they're like hat hair, you know. I like. I had and one of those. Uh, I had a. But I would like to say it saved me money. But you probably know. I mean, I spent probably I don't know ten thousand dollars on wigs. I mean, the hair mm -hmm. is yeah. frigging expensive. It is expensive, yeah. and it's funny okay. because holy shit. like I had never had my hair that short ever you know and I shaved yeah. it off because I didn't want to watch it fall out I don't know if oh you shaved I it. shaved Good it because I was just like I didn't do that you know? and then I I had like the crypt keeper hair for I was like holding on to the dream man well we like, had like we had a system where I was trimming British it metal rocker with holding on to the dream with the long hair <laughs> exactly. with that, you know the floating over the dome. Come on down, my friend. <laughs> I was down the crypt keeper. I didn't shave it. You're great. Yeah. Look how pretty your hair is now. Your hair is so long and shiny. Is that pretty? Silver, silver. Oh my this gosh. This is all 100% too. Beautiful. 100%. 100%. Bone white. Is that yours? That's my hair. Holy shit, Tanya. That's have, gorgeous. Yeah. This is bone. Oh, you know that? This is all me. Isn't that? Are you so jealous of Tanya? No, I am. Oh, that's I not, am. That is am. not where I'm going with this at all. I'm just saying it's no, like listen, full, full, you full. You are Debbie Harry. Granny. I mean, that that's is right. Debbie Harry. Full granny. I, for. I didn't know it oh was just. Oh my God, you're out of your mind. Hair. That's gorgeous. It is really gorgeous. So. It's gorgeous. No one can see it, but it is lovely. <laughs> Bone white. If people, if your listeners could see Tanya's hair, they would she's, cry. She's there's with the beauty I was just, that they've never seen before. They would claw their own eyes out because they'll never see anything wow. so beautiful. It's, ever. it's a little wow. snow white. If you could see Tanya Donnelly's right? hair right this now. Little, this we've is got having the opposite birds. effect that you're going for. On uh, right I want to write a song. <laughs> I, I think that sounds like a song. Oh, maybe the crying part. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no, they would just be, they would, oh, my God, five years younger, 10 yeah. pounds lighter if they saw Tanya's hair. That's what it would do to their lives. I agree. <laughs> yes. yes. I love it. I don't know. I love that we can talk about. They're going to come up with some more positive than crying. <laughs> <laughs> but look at there. Doesn't she look oh like Debbie Harris? I mean, does. Look at that hair. She does. She's got, there's the little birds, you know, like holding her hair yeah. up right now, you no, know, and then, yeah, birds, <laughs> that's right, there's narrative. birds, and false the squirrels, narrative. false narrative, <laughs> yeah, why do birds, Aww. you know, exactly, you are near, just like me, they long to be close to you, 
I love that song. <laughs> oh, wow. Actually, when I, that song, when I was on, when, when Belly was on tour with um, Juliana Hatfield and I was courting my now husband. It was not really that, you know, it was, there was a lot going on with everybody back then. Let's just leave it oh, at that. Yeah. But I would get, during sound check, <laughs> I would get up and sing close to you. To him, do you remember this? I'd sing just like Dean. <laughs> they long to be close to me. <laughs> yes, mm-hmm. yeah. it was so lame. It was, <laughs> but it was so cringeworthy, embarrassing. But it was just the sweetest, cutest, cutest. Just like Dean, it was like he was such a pinup for her. It was like having like Bobby Goldsboro. Oh well, I don't know. I'm showing the age right now. He's adorable. Johnny Osmond? Teen. He was like our Donny yeah. Osmond. Yeah. Sean Cassidy. Tanya Snyder. Teen ah. Oh, my God. He's so cute. He was such a teenager. Such a teenager. So cute. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, okay. We're going to let you go soon, but got one more good question that I want to know. What are you guys listening to that is female-based that you can turn some people on to. Oh, yeah, yeah. We oh. got to talk about your project. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. Before we do that, scratch that. Edit that no, out. No, no, but let's just talk. I'm totally, the Parkinson's I'm listening to Parkinson's I was just going to say. Number one. Yeah. Number one, people. Yes. Um, Number one. Yeah. Can you tell us about that? I, um, Will you please talk about that? Please do. Have, have you guys listened to actually? this fucking world. Uh, yeah, I mean the Parkington sisters are are have been a favorite of mine for a very long time. Um, so amazing. Yeah, all, I mean all their stuff. I just think every incarnation because there are five of them, and they kind of some of them they're not always. It's not always all five of them, um, but every every constellation of them I love. Um, are they from Boston? And Lily Black, have you heard Lily Black? I feel like that. They're a Boston name young young. Band, young Boston band, Lily amazing. Black, amazing. They started on kind play? of the. What did he play? They start. They started kind of. I'm talking about a band here called Lily Black. Um, oh, Lily Black, they're fantastic. Uh, oh my god, incredible. Yes. And they they sort of. Um, yeah, so that's like two two women, two men, quite young. I mean, they started as teenagers, sort of on the coffee house, you know the yeah. you know, Lily Pad and places like that. Um, and they're phenomenal musicians. Her voice is insane. Wow. It's they're so good. Does she play guitar? She. Do, I don't know if she. Does, she does not that I've seen live. Yeah. Um. But she may play but an she, instrument, and yeah. I just don't. Yeah. 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 Yeah, so, yeah. Yeah. Wow. And tell us about how you met the Parkington sisters. Did you? So Gail and I met Nora initially because, or or did I meet Nora before? I, I can't remember at if you were at the hot stove. Cool music. Yeah, it, at hot stove. Right. That and um. Nora was playing with a few different artists. That Nora's actually the only Parkington that doesn't play on the album I just made with them. <laughs> but she was sort of our, our gateway Parkington. She, um, We met her, and who was she playing with that night? She was playing with, da- I want to say the All-Stars and Daily, maybe? I can't remember, but she had. I, yeah. She played with a few different people that night. And we started talking backstage, and she got up with us, and she's just one of those. They're all just so proficient. She's just one of those musicians where she was like, I said, hey, kind of jokingly, want to play whatever, blah, blah, with us? She's like, yeah. Oh, my God. Just is she, Does she play violin or is she cello? Yeah, violin oh. um, okay. and viola. And she, so she, 
that's how we met. And we kind of hit it off. And then I l- started listening to them as a band after that night and fell in love with the band and then started kind of going to shows and ingratiating myself. <laughs> and, oh, oh, I'm and, sure. Um, Talk about like and, infatuation, like, uh, you know, yeah, basically. Really. Stalking. Yeah. I love it. It was a stalking situation. Yeah. And awesome. just sort of love all of them individually. And just so great. Group. So They're great. wonderful people. And, and where did you record the album? At, um, actually, and I would totally recommend this place it's the only sunny studio i've ever aside from my house Isn't that nice it's the only studio. sunny studio i've ever worked in and it mm-hmm. you know there's some it's just there's something about ha- it having being able to look outside one whole wall is a window so you just and it's over like a pond it's this pastoral view it's on in cape cod and orleans it's called oh. brick hill studios and it's Owned and run and engineered by uh, this guy named John Evans, who played with um, Sarah McLaughlin and Tori Amos. He was a touring wow. musician with them for That's most of his life. It is, it's like just an incredible place. And there are dogs, there's, you know, dog and cat walking through all the, you know, the parking, the, one of the parking lots had a baby with them. The whole yeah. thing was just this very, like, you know, familial. That's really cool. That's awesome. And yeah, because yeah. like the photos that Kelly Davison took from your yeah. shoot, like you don't even know that you're actually in a recording studio <laughs> no, because it looks like camp. That's what Rose, and, Rose, you know, you're usually in some place that's covered with rugs and yeah. egg crate foam. And yeah, you know, it Rose looks like dark, dank. Places, it does. It looks like a, like, like a like camp. A beautiful place to record. It looks like a workshop. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> like we're workshopping. Yeah. You're like, we're working on this. Yeah. We're working on this. That's so cool. Have yeah. you guys heard the record yet? Have I want to. I, you have, but. I wanted to know where can you get the vinyl? I it to you. Is oh, it a vinyl or there was is it? a vinyl? Because I saw yeah. there was a vinyl release, but you can also get it where, for our yeah, listeners. Okay. Where can you get it? Um, on the American Laundromat site would be American Laundromat Records would be the best. Um, uh, but you you can't go to Amazon. Go to American Laundromat Records because then it's yeah, direct. Like, you can get like a terracotta. Yeah. 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 No, I I want I'm sorry. You can get different color vinyl. You can do yeah, different color so vinyl. Cool. You can get the terracotta and the orange. Who yeah. designed the cover? Because I really love it. Nicole Anguish. Oh, she's, she's good cool. job, she's Nicole. The, yeah, she does most of the American Laundromat. That's yeah. cool. And I love yeah. how it looks like she, like that yeah, classic 60s. Like. Yes. Yes. She's, ama- she's amazing. Yeah. Wow. Really wonderful. Very yeah, cool. it does. It's got a real, very classic. Vibe. Yeah, I think she captured that perfectly. Yeah, I think that, so, That too. really has that retro. Mm-hmm. I love it. Yep. Uh, and it's it's mostly covers or is it all it's covers? all covers all covers nine yeah. songs okay. nine covers Tanya's favorite yes. covers like basically okay. your favorite songs yeah. right yeah Would you say? it's sort of yeah I mean the overarching theme was is just the songs that you know how you just have songs that rattle around in your brain pan and you don't really know why and mm-hmm. and so that's where like the trogs this morning oh <laughs> she right. <laughs> You just hit because because it's just in there, or you were yeah, just surfaced. <laughs> no, I want to hear. <laughs> you, know, I, you know, love is all around. Yes, it's corny, but I love it. No, I love that song. Anyway. I love that song. <laughs> yeah. Who is that? Who what band is? I feel it in my fingers. I feel it in my toes. <laughs> I just like those. Yeah. Like it's you, so you know how you feel love in your t- toes sometimes. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. I hear that. 
I I think night shift should cover that. Night spell. <laughs> that's a great. It's, that's another good one. Night it's shift. night spell, ma. <laughs> right, I'm gonna take a. Can I just take a? Wait. Yeah. What is it? What is it called? <laughs> night wings. Night, night spell. Wings. <laughs> oh my god. These are all great, Wait. but oh my god. Night wings. Please. Mm. It's still what it, it is. Yeah. Night spell. Night spell. Night spell. I awesome. That. I think that's the next night spell cover right there. Yes. I love it. You're night right shift. on. Oh my right god. On. Eddie Murphy movie. I'm so sorry. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. I can't do a podcast ever again. I've just embarrassed myself. No. Here we go. Down. We love it. We oh love it. No, we've been together. We had that name for like a month. I love the sink down. Oh, I, I wish that we could. I know. It's like Gail <laughs> disappearing. Here she comes again. <laughs> Oh my God. But yeah, like I would say like the songs that like the, um, oh my God, the wing song, fucking. Oh, that song oh let me roll it. Yeah. It's crazy. I think that's oh one of the best God. songs ever written, actually. I really Is do. that your favorite? Uh, that might be. I don't wow. know. Hard to know, but I think it's, I think that song is just, is just a beautiful I, I, She's shy, so she song. won't talk about, but I had the honor of, we were preparing to do the Oktoberfest in Newport at the uh, Bird Sanctuary last fall, and the Parkinson sisters joined Tanya, and, and we then had Belly. breakfast in my kitchen in Middletown that the day of the gig, no, the day after the gig, I think. Yeah. And they were working on some harmonies for that record. And it was early on and they were just playing them like off the cuff and singing along with the laptop at my kitchen table. And it was just the most angelic and ethereal thing I've ever, ever heard. About. And I just knew that that record was going to be so Gorgeous. freaking amazing. Yeah. And did you hear that it was uh, made the Billboard Top 100? Like, I know. What? Fans these yeah. days get on a billboard. I'm chart. like nothing. Right. <laughs> I know. Top albums, right? Top 100 albums. Yeah. Go Tanya. Yeah. All we all we have to do is play other people's songs from now on. Apparently. <laughs> Whoop. Can can she hear us? Can you hear us? Can you hear us? Can you hear us? Goodbye. <laughs> okay. This I'm gonna call this the Rhode Island goodbye. I love it. That is a Rhode Island goodbye. Like, oh, I can't hear. Oh, so I, uh, you're breaking up. Hey, <laughs> There's hey, the Rhode Island goodbye. Hey, I like There's it. the Rhode Island goodbye. Uh, for all you <laughs> listeners, that was the that was the middle finger. Awesome. All right, we'll let you go, Gail. Thank you so much for your time. You are a beautiful Bye, human I love being. You. Stay that way. Thank you, Tanya, uh, for making that happen. She is fucking oh, amazing. She okay? is. She's like, such a love. And yeah. thank you for so sharing wonderful. some of those personal stories, because I know sometimes it's like you want to keep them to yourself, but it is yeah, cool well, for people to thank, hear that. And and you the same. And I do think that these things are important to, t you know. Hell yeah. Yeah. yeah because like, it's it, it's life. Right. Yeah. Perfect. Oh, wow. I know. Yeah, it's yeah. crazy. It's a really crazy world right now. But mm -hmm. one positive thing that I feel like I wanted to mention, like, is that like this connection of uh, female community online mm. is they're popping up all over the place now. Like we've interviewed people, two different podcasts, and now they've had us on their podcast, like sister podcasts. Oh, that's great. And there's like this whole scene. I, I kind of feel like, and I don't know if you can respond to this really quickly, but 
I feel like back when we were doing things, um, and even you're, you were doing it before I was, mm-hmm. but like that, they pitted us against each other. Oh God, yeah. Do you feel like oh, that? Oh, they, they, it, it, and unapologetically, yeah. and you know, I mean, I, I use this example a lot because I feel like it's the starkest way to describe what it was like back then. Is just. Um, that you know, a radio radio programmer is saying to my face, "We're gonna we're we're not gonna put this one on because there are too many women. Too we have too many women this month, like too many yes. female voices. As if as if that was it's, it was un, un, unlistenable to have to string more than one female voice. Yeah, like, yeah. You know, it, and that was yeah, right. And and just sort of." As it, yeah, like there was a, just only so much space on the chart for on the pie chart for uh, for us. Um, you know the implication, shows, right? the implication being that's annoying if yeah, there's more so than do you know? You know, just verified what like I've just been feeling that that's the that mm. was the vibe. You know? It was, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and I do and I do think there. I mean. I feel like I'm knocking on something right now, but I do think that that's still there's there is some of that left, but much less than it used. Yeah, than it used to be, and at least this uh, <laughs> at least an understanding that it's not correct. It's not the correct way to think exactly. and to be and to live and to and to function as a human being. Um, so whether or not people still feel that way, at least no one's gonna. Say, say it to your face yeah. like that. Right. Oh, I'm sorry. It's We've filled our learning. quota. Yeah. <laughs> and, and in a way, too, where it was just like, you understand. Right. You're like, <laughs> what? Yeah. Right. Right. Y- you know what I mean? Yeah. 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 Right. Like, it's all right. You, you yeah. guys, you're okay yeah. with that. Just you're to, okay. Right. Yeah. Well, you definitely, I feel like you and Kristen led the way for a lot of women, you know, like you really did. And it's cool, but it also is hard to be that person in a lot of ways. Like if you think about it, it's like, we're sort of seeing the benefits of that now. I feel like seeing all these female musicians kind of oozing out the girls rock stuff and all that stuff. It's starting to make like, uh, well, you can probably relate to this, both of you, because I'm sure you've had these conversations where a very young girl or young woman will say, I started playing because of, a song of yours or I started playing, you know, I mean, you've both had huge impacts on your community. So, you know, that that does. Yeah. 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 And right. Yeah. And that feels good too. Of course that does. Um, there is something about, you know, to hear from a a young woman that they started playing because of my music. Yeah. No, but that, that does happen. That's a hundred percent as well. Yeah. And I should, I should weave that into it. <laughs> yeah. Okay, and I'm going to give you a quick shout out and then we're going to let you go, Tanya. You've been, thank you so much for dealing with all oh, the no, technical stop. difficulties and everything. But I'm going to give you, uh, I, did you get to hear uh, Courtney Barnett's cover of your song? I did, yeah. Yes. She covered Untogether. Uh, Untogether. Yeah. Right? Um, yeah. And it was so wild because I love Courtney. I, got into her right away I, she's amazing she's a nice person it's kurt too and kurt vile too it's like to both yep. of them yeah yeah um and i love both of them yeah as writers yeah. and singers and yeah that was i have to say like that was 
was it? We were pretty, cool. yeah, yeah, and we were very I'm psyched. Like, <laughs> we, very we, we, cool. we, it did make us feel did really. Did you know that they really were going to do that? Did they have to contact um, you or? Someone contacted me ahead of time from Kurt's team to make sure. I can't remember what it was to just. I had to sign off on something. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. But yeah. 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 It's it, it's neat to see that and like they're very respectful. I think that's the other thing. Like I, from what I know about Courtney, she's just she's very careful. Fantastic. She is yeah. a real deal. Like, yeah. You, know, yeah. you got to go see her sometime when there are shows again. Her guitar playing right. oh. is so unique. So, so good. Oh. Yeah, and she she plays with her fingers. It's like crazy. But anyways, yeah. giving her a big shout out because like when I met, I I her, met her early on and she was just the nicest person. I was like, this is the real deal. Yeah. Like this won't, this oh, girl's going to do well. So good to hear. And so it's really cool that she yeah. covered you. I'm like, this, it's like this neat, like paying homage to what came before. And I think that's cool. Yeah. Because we did that too. Right. right, and it does. Yeah, I mean, and it it feels good to do. It feels good on both ends of that. You know, just doing the Go Go song on the new, on the Parkington's album. Um, it just felt so good to sing that song, and then it also just, you know, they all got in touch, which meant everything. You know, it was just a. Jane but you're right. There's them? a continuum yeah. piece to that that yeah. just feels the musical continuum. It just, yeah. you know, and it, I and girls like mm-hmm. supporting other girls. Like I just feel like that's starting to happen. Where like, screw going this route or that route. We'll just we're gonna all support yeah. each other. Mm-hmm. And I'm happy yeah. that we're at that place. Yeah, I think it's pretty yes, cool right me now. Too. Yeah. Not there yet, but we're cool. Yeah. We're getting there, you know. Yeah. But thank you, Tanya. Thank you. You are thank amazing. Thank you both. And thank I want to hear. I want to hear. I want to hear the music. And I'm. Yes. Gonna, I'll, let me get you guys. I'll. I'll, I'll get you guys. Thanks for listening to the Red Jumpsuit Podcast. If you want to be on our show, please send us an email at redjumpsuitpodcast at gmail.com. We are at www.redjumpsuitpodcast.com.